Hey everyone, you're listening to the Mind at Large podcast. This is Adam Martinez, one of your hosts. In this episode, we get into a fairly wide range of topics. Uh, The first half of this episode is mostly concerned with drugs, comedy, the idea of isms, things of that nature, a few good stories. Uh, The second half is mostly involved with the idea of value. Uh, That is what we value, why we value it, and the factors that are involved in determining that value. So it's a pretty interesting episode. Hopefully it's entertaining to you, and hopefully you enjoy it. So I I do want to talk to you about this because this this was an interesting conversation. Okay. Uh, made me laugh. Um, so, uh, there's a person on my Facebook who yeah. is um, kind of getting into the whole vegan fad. Okay. And uh, kind of annoying, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you can eat whatever the hell you want, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want in life, don't care. As long as it doesn't hurt me, doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But there's a point when it becomes kind of too much. When mm-hmm. they're like, that's all they're talking about. Um, and then when it kind of spills over to to too touching me right like a pedophile it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> uh, it's a strange analogy but <laughs> i guess let's roll with it yeah <laughs> totally so I, I and again i'm reading you this this conversation because again i'm trying to kind of as we talked in the first episode about me trying to kind of not be so i guess combative okay um gotta work on that shit yeah <laughs> and i tr- I tried here but it, it sometimes it's really hard because yeah. of the way people respond uh, perfect example so the post basically said uh, uh don't support animal cruelty ignorance is no longer an excuse hmm. hashtag go vegan okay um so originally when i read that i wasn't trying to s- start anything my response was nah love meat too much okay um <laughs> and this is where it kind of went to shit so I'm not gonna mention this lady's name. <laughs> That's I like. I was like immediately. You're like, all right, this is where it went to shit. Like, after the first, <laughs> all right, I said this thing, and here's where it went to shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, there's no build up. Sorry, guys. Okay. No build up. Just straight into the shit. So this lady responds. Yeah. Her response was, "There's always a couple douchebags on every post." Oh, okay. Didn't have to respond. I really didn't. Um, but I did. <laughs> So I went, wait, I'm the douchebag for the meat, for liking meat? And what's this with name calling, um, you know, you don't even know me, you know? Why, why are you going to go straight into calling me a name, you know? Right. And uh, so her response was, I made a general statement. Sorry if you're offended, but it's true. Now, that, ma- that made me laugh because she kind of pulled that whole, like, she didn't apologize for what she right, said. Right, sorry if you're offended kind of thing. Yeah. And it's not true. It's an opinion. Yeah. It's not true. <laughs> if you eat meat, you're a douchebag. True. No? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. How about that? That's true. So, yeah. <laughs> See, again, totally holding back. Didn't yeah, want to yeah. go down that road. Yeah, yeah, so no. I basically said, not right. offended. I just yeah. find it funny that you have to resort to name calling because some people choose not to live the way you do. Right. Okay. That seems fair. Um, and then her response yeah, it's sad that you choose to live your life that causes suffering and death to others. And I do not. It's like, I don't like rape, but I would respect your choice to rape. Dot, dot, dot. Absolutely not. 
wait, that's a really huge leap to take as far as like going jumping from eating meat to to rape. That's I, I love that you feel the same way because my next response that's was ridiculous. Really, you're comparing rape to a burger? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So now that you understand what I'm dealing with... Okay, all right. This, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. What the fuck? <laughs> what am I listening to? What is this? This really happened. True story. <laughs> so then her response, after I basically pointed out that she was comparing rape to fucking meat... To uh, fucking meat? To fu- yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Hey, well... Uh, yeah, in that say, aspect. Hey, that's <laughs> taken literally those words. We're going to take this out of context. That's the headline. <laughs> That's the headline. You said it, man. Hey. But feminists don't want to be thought of as a piece of meat. So where do we go from there? Uh, (laughs) I don't have a beef with feminism, so I won't won't go there right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll stay on where we're at right now. Okay. So then she responds, it's something negative affecting another being's life that is forced upon them. So yes, I am. So in that regard, I guess she's she's kind of comparing that we... forcibly kill animals we're not fucking them exactly yeah, we're using a, them as a food source for this nutrition is, this is a difference i don't get any kind of nu- nutrition from banging a chick forcibly don't you no i don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry my I'm balls not, get a little I, bit I'm lighter, making, lighter, but. I'm making terrible jokes right now i'm, I'm a degenerate i'm sorry uh, uh. so my response was again trying not to be mean right my next response was maybe you should watch the lion king Learn the meaning of the circle of life. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I don't want to be a dick. If you'd rather not eat meat, that's cool. But don't judge others because they choose to eat meat. Just mm. because you don't eat meat doesn't make you better than others. And if you think you are, then you're missing out on potentially meeting some very interesting people. Mm. Her response was, I don't care to meet these so-called interesting people. They have no compassion for other species. So I am good. Have a good night, though. And then she tagged my name in it. Did, did she, did she uh, post these comments on her cell phone, which uses minerals that are mined in Africa? You know? like Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure the sneakers <laughs> she's wearing were, were fucking made by some kid for, like, a nickel. That's all, you see, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem, man. It's... I mean, yes, you can have um, uh, moral differences and ethical differences... Um, from other people and you could say well this is wrong this is that you know that's wrong whatever the problem lies in the fact that we're a consumer-based society like Mm -hmm. that's what we pride ourselves on in in apostrophe america is you know we have (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i can't let this lie (laughs) yeah apostrophe america America. Uh, i'm sorry (laughs) no that's 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 how we define ourselves you know fuck i'm already doing it again now uh (laughs) So, I mean, you can do your research on every single product that you consume, and then you can basically just go back to living like a uh, tribe, tribesmen, you mm-hmm. know, in small communities and stuff like that. And if that's, that's your way, then, then yeah, but do that. Yeah. Do that. Like, totally. Totally eliminate consumerism and materialism from your life if you're going to judge others on something like that. Let's go back to hunter-gatherers. <laughs> yeah, because all that means... Is that she did her research on that one particular area, which a lot of people do, and like I'm, I'm friends with with some people who are vegans or they're vegetarian, and I get their uh, perspective mm-hmm. totally. I, I understand that, um, 
But at the same time, well, like I said with the phones, you know, it's like, well, that's that's like basically human slavery still existing. Yep. And you having absolutely no problems with that because you're still using your cell phone. So, I mean, I feel like that's that's probably more of a like uh, more of a priority as humans far as versus animals. Right. Bill, Bill, yeah, totally. You know. It's, it's, she's okay with little kids suffering, but don't kill that cow. Yeah. But, but what I loved about it is she tried to sign off with it by saying, much vegan love. Yeah. Vegans are, I mean, fuck, man. Some, some ve- I don't want to generalize, but some vegans are some of the most, I, I want to say, just judgmental people on earth and, and i don't think it just i don't think some it specifically are, is it some of them are fucking great vegans, though. though some of them are great oh yeah but i don't think it's just ve- i think it, it's it extremists in general in mm. any any form yeah not just vegans mm. um I, I, there's just extremists in, in every group yeah um there's just those people who like to hold themselves at a higher standard or not even standard but higher level than than other people um, because of what they believe Oh, I see what you're saying. See what I'm saying? Yeah, they put themselves on a pedestal. Exactly. Like, yeah. And that's kind of, again, I, I was kind of toying with her in this next comment, because I basically told her that she strikes me as a girl that has to constantly remind people that I'm a good person. I'm a really good person. <laughs> it's like, you're, you, not only are you reminding me you're a good person, but I, I feel like it's subconsciously you're trying to remind yourself that you're a good person, because mm. you do shitty things. Yeah. But people can't point those out, because they get offended. Like judging other people. Yeah, that's that's kind of a shitty thing. Exactly, but <laughs> oh, but you're a good person. So her her, I was like, I was like, you know, you, you're sitting there trying to remind people that you're a good person while secretly trying to convince yourself extremist at an extremist at its finest. And here we go with the name calling again. She goes, "You can stop being a douchebag for two seconds." I said, "Have a good night." That means I don't have the energy to keep going back and forth with dense people. Much vegan love. Oh my god. And then I told her, like, I couldn't read sarcasm in the good night, and I'm the one being dense. You're a funny one. And then she says, there was no sarcasm in what I was trying, when I'm trying to end the conversation, politely, which you clearly don't know how to do, but I'm not surprised. But also being extremely passive aggressive. And she goes, I think you're reading a little bit too much into what I have to say. Good night. I was like, politely? You started it with the name calling. Yeah. So how is there being polite? And then later in the conversation, another guy came in and, and basically told her, you know, it's, it's one thing to be a vegan, and, and I respect the fact that you're a vegan, mm-hmm. but it's very hard for you to sit there and judge so harshly on people when you work at a restaurant. And mm-hmm. I, I won't say the restaurant's name, but right, she works right. at a restaurant that serves everything. Yeah. Um, and so her response to that was, you corporate whore. Yeah. No. Basically, <laughs> she, she basically says, we live in a society where we have to work to make a living and survive. Almost any job we have will support cruelty to animals. Yeah. Yes, I'm a vegan, and I work for a company that is not because I have... I work for a company because I have to live. I use my money um, I make at a non-vegan establishment to support vegan b- businesses and uh, to sanctuaries that help animals that they save from factories. Yes, you can work anywhere and post and talk about veganism. There's no preaching involved. But what I find funny in that whole comment section is she's saying that she she, she takes money from these corporate goons, yeah, spends it on 
establishments that have that support veganism mm. why the fuck you work there then yeah get a job that, there that makes more sense right yeah so i'm reading this shit and she goes on more and more and more so i come in as i'm already kind of had have, like i've had fun with her and i'm gonna have a little more fun with her so i put okay. or maybe work somewhere where there isn't food you know there are so many options for work um that you you know you don't have to work in the food industry or or yeah, she, like you said vegan restaurants those exist too you can exactly. just you can work at a vegan restaurant that'd be great and you can have I mean, everybody agree with you there no yeah. one's gonna fucking fight you on your shit and then her response was even if somebody was to work at walmart or macy's it still contributes doesn't matter if it's food or not so now at this point i'm having fun with her so my response was your standards for jobs are so low <laughs> oh man interesting <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it sucks because now, now you're being the judgmental one here, clearly. <laughs> yes, yes. But although, you know, it's funny. But I'm aware of it. But yeah, yeah. And I totally agree with what you're saying as well, too, because, um, I mean, you can, you can start your own business. You don't mm-hmm. have to work for, you know, the fucking man, you know? And by the way, that, 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 you know, that statement I made earlier about corporate whores, I just, I don't want that to be misconstrued. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a gender thing. You can be a male and be a corporate whore as well. I yeah. just want to clarify. <laughs> I want to. I want to put a halt to any potential but, yeah. hate mail. <laughs> You're still gonna get it, but I mean, it, it's you with the corporate territory. whore. No. Um, but then again, yeah, she replies. The, the last res- response was, "They are examples." Hashtag dense. So this is where I was kind of going with with the, we were talking about the first episode was mm. like there's some people that you just you can't, can't ar- argue yeah. no you can't yeah <laughs> you can't they don't fucking get it man uh, that kind of ties in with what we we're talking about um, respectfully disagreeing with somebody mm-hmm. you can't fucking put on the persona of I am respectfully disagreeing with you asshole like that doesn't that doesn't make <laughs> sense. You're calling somebody fucking names, yeah. and you're being extremely passive-aggressive, saying people are just, oh, they just don't get it. But I love you still. Yeah. You idiot. Like, <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that was my whole thing. It was just like, originally, I had I, I had tried to convey that. It's like, dude, if you want if you don't want to eat meat, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your little salad sitting next to me, and I'm eating a burger... I'm not going to judge you and I'm not going to hate you. I'm, I'm not going to, what a fag for eating a salad. Right, you know? right, right, right. But at the same time, don't look at me because I'm eating a juicy burger. You that's, know, it's a good Bill Burr impression. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out. <laughs> oh my God. No, um, you know, I have, I have a hard time respecting anybody um, who ties themselves so closely to any kind of ism. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's something we've we've had discussions about before privately, uh, and now in the open, so people can hear <laughs> us talk about these crazy fucking things. Um, no, because the problem is, you know, if you if you say like you're a staunch blankist, you know, you're already subscribing to the entire platform, the entire set of ideas, and if you stray from any of those ideas, well, suddenly it's. Uh, you know, it's it's like sacrilege, you know. You're, you're not pure. You're not pure, yeah. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you turn your... This is treason. You know, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. But for me, too, it's it's the labels in general. Like, I, I, I don't like that people feel the need to be 
in a group of something just to feel wanted yeah. and, and needed. Um, and, and I feel like that's how some of these groups become the way they are. It's just people are just looking to be accepted into something. Yeah. Uh, I got called a menace for one, one, in one conversation. A, a feminist called me a menace. I was like, what the fuck is that? You fucking menace. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell is that? Just because I, I, I have particular views on something, I get, I get lumped into this, yeah. this group. Yeah, it's, it's a shitty thing, man. Yeah, it's like, no, dude, I, 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 I am a self-thinker. I have my ways of thinking. and Free, free thinkers are dangerous. <laughs> so I've seen in memes on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even, even feminism. No, I mean, there's, there's a lot of isms that I can agree with to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I can agree with most of the platform, that being one of them, like feminism. Um, in the sense that when you look deeper into it, the, the idea is supposed to be about uh, gender equality. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I care deeply about. And, you know, we've touched upon that as well. Um, what it means being a, a, a male in today's society and stuff like that. So feminism does actually affect males as well. There's, it's it's um, supposed to be overall about, like I said, total gender equality, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Which, mind you, for people listening, you know this. Um, yeah. Me and my wife, if anybody ever called me a menace or... Or, or hating on women, yeah. you know just as well as I do. Me and my wife have always had a fifty-fifty relationship. Oh yeah, I we see do it. everything. I see it half. <laughs> so there's there's no, you know, um, uh, I, I don't I don't expect her to do women roles. You know, I'll help out where I'm needed, but it's 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 not. I'm not I'm not assuming she does anything. I'll joke about it, but it's again they're jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're free to because that's y'all's relationship. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, admittedly, I'm sure if somebody that you didn't know were to come in and observe you two, they would probably misconstrue some things and be like, oh my God, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's such a dick. You know, they're, they're joking. They have a, they have a dynamic relationship. <laughs> that's cool. I can appreciate that. That's really fucking cool. Um, but th- again, that's, it's, it's good when you find somebody like that because yeah. they don't have a stick up their ass. They're not easily offended. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's so rare to find in people nowadays. And that's I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, my circle and your circle are very very small. Yeah. Um, you know, eighty percent of sticks in public uh, in nature are um, the other end of them is actually attached to somebody's ass. <laughs> the true fact. I just wanted to no. let that sit for a minute and just kind of marinate. <laughs> I didn't want to say nothing. I was going to let it just marinate. <laughs> The number just rose to 81%. <laughs> oh, man, you put a fucking percentage at the end of a number. It sounds legit. Hey, man, <laughs> I'm using statistics. <laughs> so clearly I must be in the know. Hashtag facts. Uh, facts, bro. <laughs> totally not pulling things out of my ass. Especially not sticks. It's lodged in there permanently. Yeah. Um, Anyway, jokes yeah, <laughs> jokes aside. Yeah, with but again, getting back to the isms, it's just like, but that's how I feel about just like just groups in general, like even like the political thing. Mm-hmm. You know, at a young age, I saw Chris Rock stand up where he talks about that. I fucking love Chris Rock. Yeah, and and it it really put at a young age put my mind in perspective. Yeah, um, as far as like you know, you have your conservatives and your liberals, Republicans, Democrats, and they're it's, all fucking idiots. Yeah, it's like, yeah. dude, why just. 
somebody to blindly support somebody because of what, as I look at them, Crips and Bloods. Crips and Bloods. It's funny because it is red and blue also. Exactly. It's, it's interesting. So it's like you, to blindly support somebody because of what color they're representing yeah. is dumb to me. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's strange. It's strange. It's funny. Ah, I don't even know what to say. So it's funny. Uh, some people go so hard. Uh, I, have, I have an uncle who hates the color blue. Let's just put it that way. Because he's a fucking Republican? Really? I'm like, man, come on, man. Come on, man. You, <laughs> you, you hate an entire color just because, like, just, yeah, I fucking hate blue. I'm just like, ah. Don't ever take him to California. Like, oh, God. Over come a on, new man. Crip neighborhood. It's, it's a color. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, hate colors? What the fuck? You should learn how to crip walk and do it in front of the blue, with the blue rag. Yeah, there you go. No, I, I think he's he's half joking and half just trolling. He's he's kind of a troll in that way. He likes to get a rise out of people. Oh, really? Yeah. So he he's he's to, that guy. On he's the that guy. Just tries to like he gets he gets off to pushing people's buttons. You know. So interesting. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so you have to just kind of like roll with it and be like, all right, whatever. You know, <laughs> going to say what you're going to say and whatever. To a point, I guess I could agree with him. And <laughs> Well, yeah, you're like that too, but <laughs> but not necessarily with uh, so much of an agenda. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like I I like to to point out um, hypocrisies in in people's uh, way of thinking at times. <laughs> yeah, well, we, sh- we should all do that with each other. We should all call each other out on on each other's bullshit, you know. Um, but not necessarily trying to like uh like proselytize, you know, and trying to like fucking convert anybody or whatever. It's just you know you you say things and. Like, Take I, it as it as it is. <laughs> yeah, I believe this. You believe that. You know who's true? Who's right? Mm-hmm. You know nobody's fucking right. Everybody's right, but nobody's right. Yeah, everybody knows what works for them. Exactly. And they got their own fuck. So you know, it's this idea of uh, I'm getting to this. this live is, and let live, man. Um. So like Robert Anton Wilson has this has this idea about reality tunnels, and I love this 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 concept is like we all kind of live in our own reality tunnels so it's you know it's uh, the totality of our experiences and all that kind of stuff whatever it shapes our reality tunnel so things that we uh believe we we seek out right mm-hmm. you know so what the thinker thinks the prover proves so if you think something you actively seek out information to confirm that that the uh, belief you know okay. it's like confirmation bias or something like that whatever you know uh, and it doesn't even matter, you know, it's just, you see something on the internet, it's like, oh yeah, that, I, I believe that, so boom, and you just take that in, and just use that as another uh, reference for, you know, justifying your belief or whatever, you know? Which the internet makes it so much easier for people to do nowadays. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. You have dozens, and well, not just dozens, that's stupid, I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> but you just have a multitude of, of, uh, of websites out there that are just popping up, just regurgitating uh secondhand information so mm-hmm. but that's, that's the hard part because it's you yeah. gotta wade through a lot of bullshit to find what's true you do because <laughs> you will have people spit false information oh, like yeah. it's true oh yeah it's yeah. everywhere yeah and that that can get annoying <laughs> but that's why you have to live by your own experience you know mm-hmm. that's really that's really all you can really trust you know you can have a handful of uh good friends and people who are close to you that, um, you, uh, you trust their judgment, you know, or, um, you admire the way that they, uh, think about things or this and that, whatever. So you can have 
reasonable and rational discourse with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, it comes down to you know what you believe in personally. Yeah. yeah. Does it does it align with your own beliefs? Oh, okay, maybe this much does. You know, I'll hear them out for the rest of it. Oh, okay, all right. You know, plant the seed. Seed grows, and maybe you grow as a person. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe you don't. Maybe you wither up and die. I mean, that's ultimately what we do, right? Well, ultimately, we all wither up and die. <laughs> 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 and then there's nothing. No. No, that's... Oh, gosh. I mean, uh, then, then that's where you tap into, into religious beliefs and what happens to your soul if you believe in such a thing. Which I do. I believe in the soul. But... Which life beats the hell out of. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Your soul's going to be, like, calloused and scarred up if you actually lived, you know. That was that was interesting. That was my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> she seems happy about something. Yeah, she's getting, man, she's becoming a talker. It's, it's, uh... Yeah. Dude, when I'm trying to go to sleep, sometimes she just will not let me sleep. She'll just be in the room, yeah, man, 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 all night. You mm. know, she's... She's going to be like her daddy. First words. Daddy's a menace. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. There's another topic that we were kind of touching on that I kind of want to I kind of want to go into, um, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Um, and we've had this conversation before. What's that? Um, <clears throat> but just kind of talking about like separating yourself, being kind of a free thinker. Okay. One of my issues too was with like how we have laws set up um like drugs for instance Mm. i feel drugs in all forms yeah should be legal yeah um and i feel (laughs) i'm all yeah (laughs) no (laughs) um one i I feel that if they were scientists could actually be able to experiment on them to the their full power um, okay without having to jump through hoops yeah. to get a hold of things to actually study stuff. Right. Um, so we could actually get to know what specific drugs, what they, full, what the full potential is and what they can actually do to a human body. Right. Um, and two, I feel like our gels are getting filled up with um, people who really aren't criminals. Um, yeah. We could be spending our resources and our money and our time on serious things. Mm. Um but I know people are probably like, oh, my God, it would be chaos if drugs were legal. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And, and I feel that if if they are, mm. somebody does something stupid while they're on the drug, we treat it like alcohol. You get you get punished for, for the crime that you committed. You know what I mean? Like while you're on said drug. Right. Um, well, the problem with, with that, too, is it, ideally, I totally 100% agree that... Um, all drugs should be legal. Okay. Problem is we're kind of already conditioned uh, in the sense that if you were to suddenly legalize everything, mm-hmm. then you would have this initial frenzy of people just losing their shit and just, you know, just being super fucking high <laughs> all over the place. We'll on the out. Like, ah! Yeah, exactly. There, there, so it, the initial reaction would be just total chaos and, mm-hmm. and, a lot of uh, crimes being committed because people don't know how to how to handle shit. It's it's like when um you know they they changed the you know the drinking age twenty one that wasn't always a thing okay mm-hmm. uh, yeah well, it used to be eighteen right yeah yeah 
So, or, well, I mean, obviously it varies depending what state you're in, mm-hmm. you know, and what part of the world you're in, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff, whatever. But, uh, okay, so here, what happens when people turn 21 here? What happens? They get fucking alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Basically, yeah, they're like, eh, I can do this now, eh. But at the same time, that's on the individual, and that's kind of where that accountability comes in. What happened when we turned 21? I can tell you what I did when I turned 21. Mm. I had a beer. A beer, yeah. You know, I got more drunk on my 23rd birthday than I did on my 21st. I got more drunk on my 18th birthday than I did on my 21st birthday. (laughs) Because in in America, you're considered a man at 18. You know, you can buy lottery tickets, you can join the military, and you can smoke cigarettes. Um, When you have an older sibling who can buy alcohol for you, you know, it's... We're getting drunk at 15, 16 anyway. (laughs) I know. You know, by the time I was 21, I had already been there, done that. Exactly. I'm, I'm glad that... You know, had that opportunity when I was much younger. Mm-hmm. So that way I didn't act like a fucking idiot when I was 21. Yep. And so. nowadays, like, look at us now. We're, you're what, 29? Mm-hmm. I'm 28. Mm-hmm. We have a few beers when we do the podcast. Oh, yeah, but man. F- for the most part, yep. we don't rage every weekend, you know. No. And and then, you know, we do go to the bars occasionally. You, you have a little more free time than I do as far as going to bars. Yeah. But when we go, two or three, you know. Yeah, three is usually my limit. Honestly, like if I if I have three beers, uh, I feel pretty good. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I don't want to get drunk. Like I just want to feel feel good. Yeah, I'm not trying to get <laughs> shitty. And and I feel like if if you did that with all drugs, you know, because alcohol used to be outlawed at one point. Yeah, you know, there are people that abuse it, mm-hmm. but there are also people who know how to be responsible. Yeah, have that accountability of themselves and can limit themselves. The only problem I can see though. Is, is going back to the idea that, unfortunately, not all drugs are created equal. Yeah. In the sense that, uh, you know, for instance, you know, if you have, like, crack or something like that, you know, I mean, I don't know, I've never done crack before, but I've heard stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it would be, um, you know, a, a great drug, or like meth or something like that. It doesn't seem like it would be a great thing to just have people running around on meth. I mean, granted, yeah, granted, I'm sure there are people anyway who are yeah. just running around on meth anyway. That's what I was like, going to say. The, the, people, the, shit, the people that already do it yeah. are going to do it whether it's legal or not. I mean, that's true, too. Um, somebody in society who is a, a contributing member of society, such as myself, such as you, mm-hmm. I've never once thought about trying crack. Even if it was legal, I know the side effects. I've seen what it does to people. I'm yeah. not dumb enough to be like, <laughs> I'm going to see what that high feels like. You know, hey man, what are you like a vegan shitting on? <laughs> see, see, hey, we're going back to this now. I'm not dumb enough to do crack. Hey man, there there are some smart people out there who have done some crack. You know, yeah, but I mean, it's I, <laughs> it's true. That's yeah. it's a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. Yeah, you know, uh, good for calling me out on that. <laughs> hey, see, well, hey, see, and again, this is yeah. Is where we we try to balance ourselves out here. Homie. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I guess where I was going with that is, it's just like if, if people are going to do it regardless. They are uh, if people who are not happy with their life. Mm. Um, by taking their crack away, it's not going to make them all of a sudden like, oh man, I was being a shitty person. I need to, you know, yeah, be contributing to society, and 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 do something. Sh- shitty people are shitty people. Yeah. Um, but I feel if you made it legal um i i feel like some of it would kind of lose its allure yeah like look at like marijuana i mean it's legal in places now yeah people didn't go ape shit crazy 
Well, I mean, they didn't go ape shit crazy, but there's like a huge uh, boom in that industry now. You know, mm-hmm. like businesses, like marijuana businesses starting up, like let's say in Colorado or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like a shit ton of, uh, uh, you know, stores just opening up and just, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, great. Imagine that. Imagine like going to the crack store, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, let me get some fucking crack. Like, let's just, let's go do that. <laughs> Woo. You know, and maybe you just, yeah, maybe you're like the occasional crackhead, like mm-hmm. once a year or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's one of those situations, too, when you think about it. I mean, you, mm. you kind of, you you almost cripple that, that economy that is in, I don't want to say wrong hands, but these drug lords lose their power. These, these people if, who... If it's homegrown... <laughs> It's but homemade it, crack. But yeah, but think if think yeah, think if it's legal, it, it gets taxed, and the government has, yeah. now has control of it. These these people that we're going after, the, yeah. these, the things like the DEA no longer need to be around. You know, granted, we lose people are going to lose their jobs, but you're not having to pay these people to spend millions of dollars to go after these high priority right. kingpins. Yeah, because they're, they're no longer going to be around. No, I mean that's that's fine. I I do see what you're saying, and I do actually agree with with that as well. Punish the crime itself. Like mm-hmm. if people act like assholes and just, you know, in, infringe on other people's rights and you know start raping and murdering or whatever the fuck. Well, yeah, charge them for that crime. Maybe charge them extra mm-hmm. because of the fact that they were you know intoxicated to a certain degree or whatever. You know, it's just but you got it. We have to. Uh, for me too, I, I feel like you have to lose that mindset of of because he's a human being we need to take it easy on him it's like no dude you you took the life of somebody else mm-hmm. like you lost your right of equality of being a human being in my eyes mm. and again i'm 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 very i'm very i'm walking that fine line of of you're you're pro death penalty aren't you <laughs> yes yeah i can tell i can tell I mean, you're like yeah fuck that let's fry the bastard yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> And I know that I'm going to probably get hate for that. But there, there's a part of me. It's like, dude, if, if, if you subconsciously knew you were going to fucking take somebody's life, mm. then... You have, to, you, have to be willing, you have to be willing to accept the consequences. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if it's your first offense, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to kind of, you know, have a little bit of leeway with that. But if you, without a doubt, fucking admit to what you did, or it's not your first time doing it, right. fuck you. We don't need you. You're a cancer on society. Mm. You know, that, that's just how I see it. You know, again, I'm probably going to get hate for that, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I think anybody should be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do in their own home, at least. Yes. You know, yes. like, why, why not? You know? Yeah. If I'm, if, if, if I want to smoke weed in my house and a cop shows up, he shouldn't fucking automatically want to fucking search my house now. Yeah. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. You smell it, but whatever. I'm not hurting anybody. Yeah. You're sitting in your underwear, eating cookies and watching Conan. Conan, all right. <laughs> Shout out to Conan. No, <laughs> like he would listen to this shit. Oh, Conan, Conan, if you're out there. No. <laughs> uh, now that I smoke weed, I I, yeah. I haven't touched the shit since high school. But I'm just mm. saying, I should have that right. If yeah. I want to fucking do it, I should be able to do it. No, it's 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 funny that you say that because honestly, um, you know, for me, this is a, a, a subject that's very very near and dear to me uh, because of uh, psychedelics. Like mm-hmm. I will openly admit to having used psychedelics before because it's been a huge part of my uh you know not to get all like fucking hippy dippy but a huge part of my spiritual journey and <laughs> seriously um I've, pr- I've probably done mushrooms like a dozen 
times yeah, in it my takes, life. Yeah, it takes so your far. mind to another another uh, level. Yeah, I mean, initially, I mean, I think I was 17, 16 or 17 the first time I did it. Um, and when I did it back then, it was a little bit more of just trying to, you know, experience something new and just, you know, whatever, trying it out and looking for answers, whatever the fuck, you know. Um, Mind you, you still did research on it before you did I it. Did. Right? I did, I did. Yeah, exactly. There's a difference be, between be, you. Be or, smart about your drug yeah, use out there. Be ladies responsible. And, no. <laughs> um, and then at each subsequent time, it kind of um, there was a longer period between each each uh, each trip or each journey or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it got to a point where you, you know you respect it a lot more. You respect the effects and what you're going to experience because you can anticipate it. You know, you know that you're going to tackle some issues. Uh, you're going to kind of dig really, really deep into your psyche, um, encounter any kind of uh, nagging problem or uh, any kind of uh, trials and tribulations you've been, you know, wrestling with in your life. And and you come out on the other end feeling like uh, you have this huge just burden that's just lifted from you mm-hmm. because you, you, you in basically just uh, confronted that problem you know, just full on and just dealt with it in a very intense way. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like you just did a complete nice commercial for fucking. Oh, dude, no, dude, I, I strongly, I strongly advocate the use of yeah. hallucinogens. Um, and again, like I've only, Be- because out of those, I've only done shrooms, but I, I'm, I've heard, you know, other hallucinogens are, are similar. They're different, but they're, they're similar. It's just so. funny. Cause I feel like that whole, the whole section there it kind of contradicts people are like oh you drink too much because you're trying to escape reality and, and your problems and you were totally like no fucking hallucinogens totally brought that to the forefront and allowed me to 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 attack it you know head on no yeah. fear and and be able to at the end you know have that that epiphany at the end and be like oh wow you know <laughs> Of course, I've tried them once, and I did it with you when we were teenagers. Oh, yeah. I didn't have any of that because we watched tool videos the whole time. But oh, I mean, <laughs> you know, again, like I said, when it, when we were much younger, it was it was semi recreational, you know, at yeah. the time. You know, I hadn't encountered any kind of like super, you know, demons at that time. Yeah, I was just you know, teenager. What do you what do you have to really worry about in life? Like, uh, fuck, I didn't do my project. Uh, Fucking giant project comes out and tries yeah. to kill you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're supposed to get an A. It's just this <laughs> giant B. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shout out to my Asian families. <laughs> oh, what? All right. All right. Hey, enough of that. Enough of that. No. 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 <laughs> um, you get A. You be doctor. <laughs> but, um, no, man, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's divisions and, and groups that are doing uh, serious research on um hallucinogens or entheogens whatever um researching the um like i should say like uh beneficial properties mm-hmm. of doing that like for instance some people um have come out of the other side wrestling with addiction and they do you know doses of you know mushrooms or whatever and it helps them to just get over their addiction. Oh like, wow! Being really? addicted to like alcohol or whatever the fuck else, you know. I didn't even know they were doing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's awesome. Know. And there's, um, you know, these are serious studies that are being done um, that 
they weren't able to really do um, ever since the whole war on drugs. Like there was, mm-hmm. there were clinical trials going on in the you know psychedelic era, and like it was late sixties, early seventies when acid was very prominent and mm-hmm. everybody was like tripping balls and everything like that. But obviously, a lot of that research got you know nipped in the bud when the war on drugs came around, yeah. and you start classifying these hallucinogens with like you know, on the same level as like cocaine and heroin or whatever the fuck. And it's like, really? No, <laughs> like there's not even addictive properties in hallucinogens. Like you can, I've never met anybody who's dead. Like, Oh yeah, I gotta go. Cause they're scratching. I gotta go trip, man. Like <laughs> you put shrooms on my pizza, right, bro? Cause if you did it, man, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. But yeah, for me, I think on what helped me develop that, that, that mindset too is, you know, Again, talking about my past, I come I come from a a home of a stepdad who was a an alcoholic bipolar. Mm. Alcohol wrecks families, mm-hmm. you know, just as much as somebody and with a and it's totally legal. Yeah, as much as somebody with a crack or cocaine addiction, you know, it's just as bad. My my stepdad was such an alcoholic that not only did he sell our shit so he could buy alcohol, but this is the kind of guy who had who was so used to alcohol that if he didn't have it he would find alternatives. And when I say alternatives, I'm talking about drinking Listerine straight out of the bottle, drinking vanilla extract straight out of the bottle. I mean, this guy had a huge problem. Yeah. And again, he went to rehab multiple times, but not because he wanted to go, because my mom would threaten to leave him. So he went because my mom wanted him to go. You can't change somebody like that. They have to want to go. So growing up in that type of world, it's like, Shit, I'm living with somebody who's taking advantage of something that's legal. Yeah. He's fucking my life up. He's making my life miserable. Yeah. It, it's it's interesting to note that uh, I think you could talk to just about anybody uh, in the fucking world, maybe, even, mm-hmm. you know, and they will know somebody that uh, struggles with alcoholism. Yep. It's... it's we it's have like, friends it's, now. It's an epidemic. Yeah, we know? have friends our age that you know, probably struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't see everybody as much, but I'm, I guarantee you there's there's at least one person that we know, that we both know, that's struggling with that. I'm saying this as I'm drinking a beer. So. <laughs> no. It's good beer, by the way. It is. It's, it's a San Antonio beer. brew. Yeah, shout out to Alamo Beer. You make a good gold nail. Hell yeah. We went a little lighter today. Yeah, we, usually, we usually go for stouts and uh, porters. Porters. Um, you know, again, because you only have to drink like what, maybe one, two. Yep. And you're good. It's, it's a meal in a can. There you go. That's how I feel Guinness is. Yeah. It's a meal in a can. I drink one, two, I'm good. Or you could drink like 12 and be an alcoholic. No. <laughs> fucking pissing out your ass. <laughs> no. Oh, but, but yeah, oh. man. What were we going to say? Oh, I was going to go back to this because I, I looked this up here because I was trying to really hard to remember the name of this, uh, uh, this organization. So it's uh, the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, or the acronym being MAPS. Okay. Okay. So, so anyone out there who's interested, and I, again, I am, I highly advocate this, and in the very near future, I can see myself um, uh, donating to this organization because it's something that I strongly, strongly believe uh, that anybody should should go through this kind of journey. You know. Mm-hmm. Because there's such a stigma on this kind of stuff, and it's just such bullshit. Uh, anyway, so maps.org, so you can check it out and see what kind of studies they're doing. It's an educational nonprofit um, 
organization. But you can make that, donations on the website, or yeah, totally, nice, totally, awesome. So, uh, yeah, they they research, uh, you know, LSD and MDMA and and um, um, not on animals, though, right? No, it's all for humans, man. <laughs> it's, it's to help with like uh, psychological, you know, uh, issues and and what have you. You know, severe depression. I was going to say so bipolar disorder, things of that nature. You know, so I mean, you cool. can kind of learn to balance yourself out. Um, and and for me, I feel like if if they could really make some some awesome discoveries, yeah. that would be amazing. Because then we can let's be honest, prescription drugs are fucking bullshit. They are. That's that's the thing that pisses me off too. Is because you have an entire industry, uh, the pharmaceutical industry. Don't do their drugs. Do ours. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> peddling this shit on. It's the same fucking shit, man. Yeah. Like you know, okay. Like for instance, I'll I'll give you an example. So, um, so my mom she takes uh, uh fentanyl, whatever. Okay. And that's it's basically you know it's 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 like a it's an, it's an opioid. You know, it's like it's a pain reliever, but it's like a really fucking strong. Like, and what did what did she have? Like bad back, bad she, knees. No, she or? has multiple sclerosis. Oh, okay. So it's like permanent nerve damage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she deals with a lot of pain. But I'm just saying, it's just it's just one of those things that that whenever you have any kind of inconvenience or pain or any of these kinds of things, like yeah, they'll fucking serve you up some shit that's like basically almost heroin, basically yep. you know. But it's like you get it from them. It's okay. instead of being like, here, mom, have this weed cookie. Yeah, I'm just like, just smoke a bunch of weed. I always tell her, just, just smoke tons of weed. You'll be you'll be great. Yeah, you learn know? the like, difference it, between stativa and indica, and fucking go for it, man. Just, just get a, do it. Get a hybrid or. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I granted, I guess when you're in that much pain, you know, you need some really strong shit. So, and th- it's funny because that's one of those things that I've I've had that conversation with my mom as well. You know, my mom my mom likes to. Uh, my mom likes to drink. Mm. Another thing that that bugs me about it is that she likes to make excuses, like, "Oh, I, I need to be able to sleep tonight, so I'm just gonna have a beer so I can go to sleep." Like, mm. No, just say you want a beer. Just just tell me you want a beer. Ah, justification. Exactly. Yes. Whereas it's like, if weed wasn't so looked down upon in society, I could be like, "No, I just have a weed cookie." Yeah. Eat a, eat a rice krispie treat with yeah. weed in it, or you could get an oil. You know, put this oil on you, and and and, and that'll help you sleep. Yeah. And guess what? In the morning, you don't have a fucking hangover. You don't feel like shit. You're not putting on weight, you know, like with all the yeasts and fucking beer, you know. And she's a diabetic. She's not supposed to be fucking drinking anyway, mm. you know. And it's just like, granted, giving her a weed cookie is probably not any better. <laughs> it's got a bunch of sugar in it. But, you know, she could she could eat something sugar-free, you know. Well, they have like tinctures and stuff as well. You know, mm. you could just think a few drops of um you know thc concentrate mm-hmm. and just you know put that in your your water or whatever you know, and see juice or something but my just... mom's so old school that she's like oh no that's bad i don't want to become a dope head <laughs> it's like mom you're not but and... it's only it's it's only the legality like that's that's the reason that's the whole propaganda that's been you know put in people's heads since they were in grade school you know, mm-hmm. I remember those like dare programs when we were in elementary school. And so, I still have my oh, certificate. It's in the frame. Well, they they <laughs> taught me about drugs. That's what they did. Uh, here's things. Here's a menu of drugs and what they're all about. Right. You're like, we I, didn't know about any of that shit. Like, I, I won't do that. That sounds like it's interesting. <laughs> you know, and, you know, like <laughs> you're just picking and choosing. You know, yeah. I didn't know about any of that shit until you told me about it. Here's our uppers. Here's our downers. Thanks, dare. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you daring me to try these? Right. <laughs> then do you do you dare? Do you dare to do you dare to do it? A double dare, dare you? 
Uh, fucking smoking weed with uh, McGruff the crime dog and the fucking back in the school and shit. <laughs> hey, you want to see what's inside this jacket? Right. He's over, you know, he's wearing that, uh, what do they call it? The, um, the trench coat. Trench coat, yeah. It's like, man, what are you like, a streaker? Are you right. like a perv? Let me see that doggy dong. Or has he got like several pockets on the inside of his coat? Of pills. Just, he's got like needles, he's got pills, he's got uppers, downers, oh, blues, shit. and reds, and purples. And oh, my daughter starts school. I'm never gonna be able to look at that damn dog the same now. <laughs> no, no, baby, come here, come here. You stay away from that dog. <laughs> oh gosh, it's taking a bite out of something. <laughs> no, that means what's the implication there? I don't know. Um, it just sounds funny. He's a flaming homosexual with um, oh the God. what's his name? Um, Smokey. Smokey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can prevent forest well, fires. Smokey would be flaming. Oh yeah, because as per his name. Right? Hey, okay. Hey. <laughs> He'll be putting out McGruff's fire, if you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> this episode is taking a much different tone than the first one. I like it, though. It's, oh, it's all uh, about having fun, man. It's much more levity, you know? Yeah. Just, you're having a good time. It's good. <laughs> you know? We're all about it. We're about talking some shit sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, we have fun. We're good people, but we have fun. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's it's a topic that I've I've wanted to talk about just because it's it's one of those things that wait, I, which one? <laughs> not the dog bear fucking. Oh, <laughs> damn <laughs> it! All right, I'm, I'll see you. I'll see you later. I'm out. Fuck this. Oh shit! More dog bear fucking. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously though. Uh, like the drug thing or the yeah, uh, man. Okay. I mean, okay. it's 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 one of those things where it's just kind of like yeah, like I, I feel it's getting with the with the prescriptions, you know. I, I'm at work and I, I'm, I'm on my break trying to eat a freaking sandwich for lunch. I see these commercials come up for these prescriptions and the side effects totally outweigh. It's like, yeah. dude, I don't want to fucking shit out of my ass and, you know. You, you know, it's 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 funny because uh, you brought up like Chris Rock earlier. So mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of our thought pro- thought processes are uh, derived from, I think, the comedy that that you and I both watch. Yeah. Um, because comedians kind of they dissect things, you know. Mm-hmm. They they see the absurdity in society and they just take that and they run with it and it's it's funny, but the good ones will reveal a certain truth about just how fucking crazy some of this shit is. And it's funny because I remember seeing, you know, like Chris Rock's just one of com- many comedians who have talked about um the whole pharmaceutical company thing and mm-hmm. like the the commercials that you're talking about where the symptoms you know, outweigh, outweigh the, the, yeah, yeah. What yeah. you're trying to fix in the first place. Yeah, you're trying to fix one thing, then you get all these other symptoms. Then you need another prescription to alleviate some of the uh, side effects of the original prescription. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a cycle. You have, you have to take this because of this. And, oh, you get high blood pressure, so you have to take high blood pressure pills because it's a side effect of the other thing. Mm-hmm. And then now you have irritable bowel syndrome, and you got to take another fucking pill because, you know, your asshole sucks, you know? Like, I don't, you know. Leaky <laughs> butt. So, yeah, it's just one thing after another. And um, it's just so funny because it's become such like a... a I don't know, just like like a regularly occurring topic with comedians. Like it, it's so overdone at this point. Where like I feel like almost every comedian has a bit about pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, and it's it's almost as if 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 all these people can see it, right? And I think most people 
like some form of comedy. Like everybody's not into the same types of comedy yeah, for sure. Definitely. Everybody's got like their comedian that they like or whatever, or their uh, show or their actor, or whoever that they listen to or whatever the fuck, because entertainment is, you know, king in our society. Yeah, definitely. We all want to be entertained. So you know, it's almost like, well, if you can see that so many people have, you know, quote unquote discovered, they're not really discovering anything. They're just pointing out the obvious truth. Mm-hmm. And if so many people are doing it, how is this not a thing that we all just kind of, kind, uh, you know, wake up to that idea of like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, hey, we're being fucked. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, maybe it's because we just as a society, as a society, like to bitch and groan we do but don't actively do anything to fix it well except activists yeah <laughs> except that they don't really they just make signs and exactly like <laughs> i don't know not shitting on activism because I, I, I like i like the fact that people do things but, but there's d- there's more you can do than just make a sign and stand outside exactly and, and which again i was gonna get into <laughs> a comedian made a joke about that where um um mitch hedberg great comedian yeah, yeah, yeah. rest in peace oh man but he he made a joke where he basically was saying that he he, he took a poster board and, and he he went in and he protested against uh protesting and and sharpies <laughs> so he literally went out there with a blank poster board <laughs> protesting sharpie <laughs> Congratulations on making it this far. You're more than halfway through the episode now. Okay, so at this point, we took a break. Uh, Joseph went to go smoke a cigarette. And during this time, he started telling me a story about something that had happened at work. And uh, that's kind of how we transitioned into the next topic that we're about to discuss right here. Everybody uh, defines success on their own terms. Mm-hmm. You know, because it means uh, something different to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So some people, it's um, financial freedom, like you said. Um, it's oh, I have this much money, and da da da. Some people, it's fame or notoriety or recognition or accolades or et cetera, et cetera, right? Some people, it's just being able to make decisions for yourself, yeah, and not having to uh, report back to somebody else who plays the role of your superior, mm-hmm. you know, and that's plain and simple, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, for me, it, I think it ultimately comes down to, to happiness. Yeah. W- what, what is, what makes you happy? Yeah. Like my job, I have a boss. Yeah. I have many bosses. I'm, I'm at the bottom tier. I'm not, I'm not anywhere in a, um, um, leader role. Yeah. I'm happy where I'm at. If there's opportunities to further my career within my job, yeah, doesn't mean I'm not going to take them. Right. You know, I, I would love to move up that ladder, but where I'm at right now, I'm I'm I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm 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 humbled in my my role. Yeah. Uh, I I enjoy what I do, and I th- I think that's ultimately w- what I want to strive for as as an individual is to be happy where I'm at. Right. Everything that I do. The moment it becomes not happy, I'm done. Right. You know? And so for somebody to sit there and look down on me and be like, no, but you're not, you're not, you're not the boss. You don't, you don't run shit. 
Right. Well, that's that's them projecting their own definition of success onto you mm-hmm. and saying, well, by my terms, you're not a boss. Therefore, mm-hmm. you can't be happy. By that person's rules. Right? Yeah. Like for themselves. Yeah. But that's not always the case. I, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. if you're happy with where you're at, then that's all that really matters. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if we're talking financially, mm-hmm. if we're going from a financial standpoint, yeah, I make enough money to survive, yeah, to supplement my income mm-hmm. and be able to take care of my family. I'm not struggling. You know, I've 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 overcome that, and you know, I've I've oh yeah, I've had a rough five years. Dude, yeah, now you've made huge leaps, mm-hmm. especially in this last year. Yeah, you know, I went from living with my mom, you know, even let's go before five years, because me and my wife have been together for five years. Yeah, before that, I was working a dead end job, and you know, we worked at the same place. Oh yeah, there was no room for advancement. Yeah, um, well, there was, but not, you know, if you're willing to take a a figurative dick up the ass, yeah. You know, and, and, and again, you know, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I, I want my, I want my work um, yeah. to, to show and, and get me where I need to be. I have integrity yeah. in that aspect. But now, you know, I went through some rough stuff to a point where I was looking at my life like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. why am I like comfortable with waking up and doing nothing? Like, I felt like a loser. Mm. And that's when I changed. And a lot of it, I have to give my daughter, like, the praise that, that really kind of woke me up and, and, and was able to, like, I have this little human that has my DNA yeah. that I need to make sure it doesn't die. Yes. <laughs> so she gave me the push to get there. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, yes, would I love to make more money? Yes. Who wouldn't? But People with a lot of money. Well, actually, even then, they still want to make more money for some strange reason. Yeah. More money than they can actually spend or know what to do with mm-hmm. just to hoard it. <laughs> Breaking Bad's a perfect example. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the, the greed factor. Yep. It's, 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 uh, it's in all of us to mm-hmm. a certain extent, right? You know, can't be happy with what you have. Mm-hmm. Need more. But I think that's one of the reasons why partnerships don't work. And I think this mm. is why I going into the podcast, going into music, going into everything that all the endeavors that me and you have talked about, I think that's one of the reasons why I respect you and one of the reasons why I agreed to do things with you and, and specifically you. Because at the end of the day, if any kind of money comes into anything that we do, mm. I know that there's not greed there. No, man, money is money is not the end goal. And it's funny. It's so funny because uh, I'm sure, you know, you get a lot of people that call bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. like, whatever, like money's everything. Yeah. But no, there's more to life than money, you know, because, again, it doesn't make you happy. And, you know, I mean, I don't need to experience that myself, like to, to understand that, mm-hmm. you, you know, you have um, several people who are famous and rich and have a certain amount of celebrity that develop addiction, mm-hmm. um, uh, addictive personalities, or or they try to to you know again going back to drugs, they use drugs to fill in that void in their life because they feel unfulfilled because they think they had it in them like everybody does in in the society that 
uh, if you have money, then you have freedom and that equals happiness. Like this whole thing of the just money, it all falls under money. Mm-hmm. I need this much money and then I'll be free and then I'll be happy. And then they achieve that. And then suddenly there's nothing else. So after all of the glitz and the glamour and uh, materialism and buying things and indulging in um, just ridiculous spending and, and uh, you know, <laughs> I can hear them. That's it's funny. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Um, so after all this, they, they come to the conclusion that they're still not happy. They're still depressed. Yep. And then it's so funny because the average person gets this like, oh, well, they have so much money. What are they upset about? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, because they're a human fucking being, and there's a part of their life that's just totally unfulfilled. And you know what? Maybe it's the fact that everybody else places such a high priority on money that they don't even view those people as people. Yeah. They just see them as like, oh, you're fucking money bags McGee. Mm-hmm. You know? And they only want to hang around them for their money and their celebrity and use them. And, and, and that's, I can see how that would totally warp your personality. Mm-hmm. It warps your perspective. And you start, you could become just the, the, the biggest misanthrope and, and be like, you know, fuck everybody. Yeah. Because that's all they care about. You know, it's like you got over that personally. Mm-hmm. You reached a new plateau where you said, well, I have this now. And clearly this doesn't make me happy. So what can I do? And they're, oh, poor fucking celebrity. They got, you know, fucking <laughs> millions of dollars and they're not happy. Here I am. Str-. It's like, well, yeah, because clearly money's not the answer. It's, you know? a, ma- it's a man-made thing. You know, it, it's, 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 it's what separates us as, as individuals. And that, that's the part that sucks because you, know, you don't get to really get to know somebody for who they are. We have these statuses of, well, how much money? What's your net worth? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and and it's funny because the whole time you're talking about this, like I'm, I'm you know, I don't want to say any names, but vaguely I'm, I'm thinking about an old friend of ours. Mm. You know, he had a lot of money, and he wasn't happy. But the great thing is, he was a brilliant kid, and he he saw through that shit. He yeah. saw all the fake people that came out of the woodwork and oh, wanted yeah. to be around him just because of what he could do for them financially. Yeah. And 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 the 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 way he lived. Oh well, yeah, and it's and it's hard to not look at everybody because I'm sure when you meet enough people and they know that about you, you start seeing the common thread there and seeing that everybody values this thing and they only see you for that. Mm-hmm. So how how are you not supposed to become just totally you know jaded in your perspective of of wow people suck mm-hmm. you know it's. That makes all the sense in the world to me because if I've I I've put myself in that position, I've thought about those things. Like I, I'm 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 a really big empath, if you want to say that. You mm-hmm. know, I have a huge amount of empathy for people, and I, I, even growing up, I always tried to place myself mentally, like it literally just envision, like close my eyes and envision that person's struggle or whatever that person's going through, and putting myself in that situation. What would I do? realistically and sometimes that's a very difficult thing to do because oh yeah you start taking on all these feelings and emotions and just and you you know you're understanding their struggle and everything like that uh but that's one of those things that i could easily see just hating people Mm -hmm. because they're just so superficial and shitty but it's funny because 
even though we don't have that money because we see from that that standpoint and we can understand it yeah i think that's one of the reasons why i myself am a hermit yeah i don't go out i stay at home most of the time Hmm. granted i work a lot of hours so when my time's precious but that's one of the reasons why i i don't like consumerism i don't like the way people have to place like money above everything money equals power money equals fame it's not everybody though yeah that's the idea too mm-hmm. is that you want to you want to pluck those gems out of the sea of uh shitty people <laughs> <laughs> being a being a fucking asshole right now but uh but people <laughs> people that prioritize money above everything else and that's all they value you know like that's what they see mm-hmm. again you know people oh what's your net worth we know Oh, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I, it's like, <laughs> oh, you know. And I think that's one of the problems with, with, with musicians and, and art in general, like we've, we've touched on before, is people don't take you seriously as an artist unless you're making money and you're making those numbers. Yeah. Well, even then, even then, they don't re- fucking respect you. Yeah. Because they, cause a lot of people have this kind of like, well, get a real job. Mm-hmm. Really? You know, like, like people, people will frown on that. Sh- it's so funny. Okay. I teach guitar. Okay. Mm-hmm. I teach private lessons on guitar. I got about 30 students right now. I make a decent amount of money. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to brag or whatever, but I feel good. Like, I feel like I have a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I probably only work about 15 hours a week in that sense. Right. Cause they're, you know, half hour lessons or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck, you know, but I make enough money to get by. Mm hmm. And I'm not doing something that I hate. And I spent about, I don't know, let's see, 10, 11, almost 12 years of my life doing a bunch of jobs that I hated. Mm-hmm. So I feel happy now because I've been at the fucking very bottom and done these shitty jobs before. And now I'm doing something that I'm like, this is great. I enjoy this. And you it's, put work and effort into that. Exactly. Well, because I can. You I'm just not, didn't not, get there. <laughs> not riding the wave of like, well, I'm doing this now, so <laughs> yeah. coast or whatever. I don't, I'm don't. i not coasting. I'm still learning, you know? And I enjoy it because, you know, I get to... I, I, I try to see myself as more than, than just a guitar teacher. I see myself as like a, 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 a guru of sorts, you know? Because yeah. these people are coming in. They're not just kids they're not always kids some some of them are kids some of them are you know young adults some of them are older adults in their 40s or 50s or something like that Mm -hmm. people from different walks of life who just decide to take up playing guitar Mm -hmm. and i just happen to be their teacher so it's all about relating the human experience and relating it back to music and the instrument yada 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 but there's a lot more to teach than just Oh, let's play guitar. Here's how you play the song. You know, you teach them about the mentality going into it. Which, by the way, you could get away with that. As some guitar teachers get away with that. A lot of guitar teachers but get you, away with that. Yeah, they you, do. I've seen I've seen the different ways people teach, and mm-hmm. a lot of people get because you know people just again in any profession. That's the difference between passion and it, fucking just and a just paycheck. going for the money, yep. right? But that happens in every career. That happens in every field, not just music or mm-hmm. not just the arts. You know, it happens in, you know, there's a lot of shitty doctors. I think everybody would agree there's a lot of shit doctors out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're the worst, by the way, because those people, 
typically go for the, the paycheck. They're like, oh, I could make so much money being a doctor. Yep. And then they just decide to be a lazy asshole and just coast by. Like, yeah, I have my own business now. Whatever the fuck, you know. Yeah. So I have my own practice. It's like, but dude, I'm I'm your patient, and these things hurt. Fix right. It. It's it's like <laughs> it's like why why did you get into medicine in the first place, you <laughs> fucking cocksucker? <laughs> you know. No, seriously. You know. Yeah. Seriously. And, uh, you know, going back to my mom, for instance, she she had to go through several different doctors for, like, probably about four or five years before she got diagnosed with MS. Wow. I know. It's shitty, man. Holy fuck. Such a shitty fucking healthcare system. And not just the healthcare system, but just shitty doctors. Doctors, yeah. Just shitty doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, like, they're basically just, like, legal fucking drug dealers. They're just mm-hmm. peddling their drugs. Going back to yep. that whole thing. Pharmaceutical companies, you know, just control that they, they're just they have the doctors in their pockets you know i don't care hey, what's wrong with you i'm yeah. gonna give you this because yeah, pu- you're telling me this and push, i'm gonna get paid push our drugs yep you know like just take care of the symptoms don't get at the heart of the problem mm-hmm. right don't don't alleviate the actual condition just control the symptoms yep. we make more money controlling it than we do fixing it it's it's terrible but that's the way it is. Anyway, so that was a huge fucking tangent that kind of went back. <laughs> it went back to the initial discussion, which is kind of cool. But uh, I, I will admit, I, I got a little bit off topic of thinking about where I was going. With that. <laughs> I just kind of just riding that wave of just, hey, this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, et cetera. Uh, but we were, we were talking about, um, you know, doing something that makes you happy, mm-hmm. right? So I guess that's ultimately the point of, of what I was trying to say there is that is that I, I'm happy with where I am right now. Do I want to do more? Absolutely. Do I have enough uh, money that I feel financially free? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Like, Yeah, you're by no means wealthy. I'm not wealthy at all. But you're able to survive. <laughs> I'm able to survive. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's ultimately, for me, I, I feel like that's that's a general goal. Find something that you're able to do that you love. Yeah, that you're not struggling financially. I I know where I was going with that. By the way, I, I'm it's all coming back to me now. No, sometimes when I meet people, I get this kind of like attitude when I tell them what I do. You know, I say, oh, oh, you know, like meet new people. I'm like, yeah, I teach guitar, and like some people, it's a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Some people are just amazed that you can do that. They're like, oh, wow, that's fucking cool. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's that's what I do. Like, I'm a guitarist, and I teach guitar, and I take pride in it, and I love it. You know, because I love the instrument, I love music, and I love spreading the the joy of music. But and because you're not out there sweating and 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 getting your hands dirty, yes, you're not you're not contributing to society. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the other thing. That's yeah. the other reaction. Some mm-hmm. people treat it that way of just like, oh, like. <laughs> but see, you're like because they pride themselves on like, well, I'm at work like 50 hours a week, and it's like, well, great. Like I'm just to like good for you like you're right. you're wasting your fucking time at this job that you clearly because <laughs> all they do is bitch about it people yep. just use that as like oh yeah you know like like they can just they're they have i have a right to complain because because i spend over 40 hours a week at my job and da, 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 da. it's like well if that's a fucking problem why don't you fix that yep you know and see that's where i'm at like you you've known me for a long time and you know that i've done a lot of manual labor work yeah hey i've I, done some backbreaking shit me too man i've done some I've, yeah you know, i've done some fucking jobs yeah. were mandatory overtime and yep yeah but and i fucking it was you, i hated yeah, you it you did something about I it i did something about yeah, it the same with me i still work long hours and i'm mm-hmm. one of those guys i'm pulling like 60 hours a week mm-hmm. you know I, I don't have a lot of free time but i don't complain about it because at the end of the day the job that i have i actually like it 
Yeah. So those hours, yes, they're long. And I, it, that hasn't changed. Yeah. I'm still working long hours, but at least I'm somewhere that I can enjoy being there and not like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, don't, I, I just don't understand that mentality of how people are expected to just like um, get a pat on the back for doing something that they hate for, you know, the like the majority of their life, like the majority mm-hmm. of their waking life, they're just, they're in agony. Like yep. they're just doing this thing that they really don't fucking want to do. But it's anything, it's like shame on you for not, pushing through and following your dream and well, doing yeah, what yeah. you want no, to do. No, but that's also because I think it's it's um a misrepresentation of what adulthood is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh I think the majority of people have this idea that well that's just part of growing up. Like you just need to grow up. Ugh, it's ugh. like, "Oh, you mean you need to like crush your dreams?" You right? Need, you mean you need to give in to the fact that like everybody else is telling you you should be doing something else with your life? Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, I fucking struggle with that, man. I struggle with that. I like the entire time I was studying music in college, I was like, am I doing the right thing? Like every, <laughs> every fucking year I was like, I love this and I did it because I wanted to nourish my soul as fucking, you know, faggoty as that sounds. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> what <do> you think? <laughs> like, no, but going on that, it's funny because you know, you, you did go to college. Yeah. And you, the one thing that irritates me the most is that I get, I get told by, not only friends, but I've had customers too mm-hmm. where I work. So I'm in customer service, and they they always bring up college. And these are the people that I talk to are very successful individuals. Right. I'm talking six figures yeah. a year. These people make. Yeah. And they always bring up college. And for me, it's like I don't. I haven't gone to college because I don't feel that it's a necessity in my life or Do- where I'm at. You don't need college, by the way. Exactly. You know what the irony is in that? And it's funny because one of my one of my teachers, one of my private instructors told mm-hmm. me this too. Is like he he told me, he introduced this idea to me of, of telling me, Well, you don't need to go to college for this. Mm-hmm. You can do it on your own. You can do anything on your own. You don't need to go to college for anything. But he told me the irony is that you don't really realize that until you go through college. And you have all that fucking debt. <laughs> yes. It's like, I mean, some people like who you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Well, may, well, maybe not. Okay, so some people make their own money on their own in their own way, right? They carve their own path. Entrepreneurs they, of sorts. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And and maybe they you know read some books or they had a family member who was um, ambitious or they just kind of looked into it on their own because they had some kind of fire within themselves and mm-hmm. they were tired of you know. Uh, being kind of like bitched around or something like that, you know, like having to, you know, report back to others or whatever, you know, this mm-hmm. kind of thing. They didn't have any autonomy or whatever. And they wanted that. Um, So they just decided to seek that out and, you know, start their own business. And mm-hmm. great. And, and again, you can do that. You yep. can do anything. It's so, it, it aggravates me sometimes because it's just like, hear people talk about this stuff like well i've heard some people say well you know in order to do that you got to go to college and this and this and this i'm like no you don't Mm -hmm. you don't yeah and my my thing was is as uh, you know i'm in customer service and i wanted i'm I'm trying to make a transition into sales yeah um and with that i've i've that's where the college thing always comes in they're like well why don't you get a business degree go in and get a business degree because that way you don't have to work at where you're at. You can go anywhere with a business degree and you can start at the top. And for me, it's like, why? When where I'm at, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And why can't I just work my way up in-house, get the experience that I need to get, 
through the people that I work with mm. and, 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 and earn my stripes that way. Yeah. You know, because the job I work at hires in-house. So why not gain the experience as I move up versus going to college and trying to, quote unquote, pass, surpass all that and then just be that man, mm. be that the dude at the top. I don't know. For me, I, I take more pride in knowing that I worked my ass off to get to where I'm at. Yeah, why not? No, I mean, totally. Because the funny thing about that is that if you if you go to college and you get a degree in, let's say, business, mm-hmm. and then um, you're this kind of young buck that's just, you know, in their early to mid-20s who has this business degree, and suddenly you're managing people that are probably mostly twice your age, you get a lot of flack because those people have spent their entire lives usually doing those kinds of jobs. Plus you don't know the inner workings you, of that yeah, particular you don't. business. You know business in general. Yep. You're a numbers person mm-hmm. and that's all you care about. And you just see the numbers and you treat people like numbers and mm-hmm. you don't you you strip the humanity from the job. And chances are those people know the that particular business better than you do. And they tend to not respect you. Yep. Because they're like, man, fuck this guy. He doesn't mm-hmm. know what the fuck he's talking about. I've been here 20 years, you know, like, <laughs> and that, that's that kind of thing. Yeah, and, and going into sales for me, that that's one of those things that, I, you know, I've, I've, I've had con- those conversations with people where I, I tell them, it's like, look, you know, I'm, I'm at a place right now financially where I'm comfortable. Mm. When I move over to sales, I don't want to become one of those scummy salesmen that just sells you a product just so I can get those numbers. Yeah. So you can pay me. Oh, uh, I can't stand those people. Dude. I want to be... I want to be. I want to have integrity when I sell. I want to. I want to become that salesman that knows the person mm-hmm. on a more personal level. Yeah. Find out what it is that they're looking for, and be able to put that product that's going to suit them. Yeah. In their everyday need, right. I don't want to be that guy that's just like, oh, let's go for the fucking top dollar one that I know you can't afford, but we're going to put you in it anyway. Yeah. And then this all goes back today when we went to go buy me a new phone. Yeah, I don't need high tech shit. I yeah. just want something basic, and it and it, it bugs me that I have to deal with that in sales. As people just look at me and go, "Well, we have this expensive line. Well, tell me why it's good." Well, well you, you it's know, expensive. It's it's funny because even more than going back to that, this goes back even further to the initial conversation we had today when you're talking about the whole vegan thing, like mm-hmm. working for a corporation or a business that doesn't line up with your own personal. Um, uh, viewpoints or perspectives, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's um there's an amount of dissonance there because you're not lining up your life with what you actually believe. You're allowing these contradictions to seep in, and granted, yeah, nobody's perfect, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't strive to try to make your uh, life as uh, full of integrity and and you know lined up with your own perspective as 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 you should. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I say, well, I can't be perfect, so fuck it. Fuck everything. <laughs> no, no, you should still try, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, so for instance, if you're, you know, work at a phone company or whatever, you're trying to upsell somebody because you're just fucking uh, concerned about commission, mm-hmm. concerned about the big dollar, the big payout at the end, and not actually paying attention to what your customer is asking for. I mean, you're, again, you're just, you're a corporate whore. Mm-hmm. You're a corporate fucking whore. You know, yeah, you're you're making your your paycheck, you're making making your dollars, you're getting by, this and that, whatever. But you have to acknowledge the fact that you're putting the 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 interests of the business that you work for 
above your own uh, individual interests. Because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would really feel comfortable doing that outside of the, you know, if, if they weren't getting paid for that, mm-hmm. nobody would just like, yeah, you totally want, you know, you totally want to spend more money than you have to. Like what, yeah. what joy do you get in that from being a human being, just trying to sell people shit they don't need unless, unless you were going to benefit from, from it somehow. Yeah. But, th- but that's, that's kind of the, the irony of it for me is, is like, you know, if you're in a business of, of selling things, why wouldn't you want to, to, to sell something to a customer that you know they're going to enjoy so they come back but what versus spending having them spend a, a lot of money on something that they're not going to like yeah. and then you lose them as a, as a repeat. Right, but you're talking about longevity. You know, you're talking about the, the, the big game, mm-hmm. the end game here like versus the quick, uh, gratifying... You know, just that, we made that, big that, numbers this year. This yes. quarter, we had big numbers. <laughs> yes. When it's like, why don't you spread that out? <laughs> Immediate results. Yeah. Yeah, but again, then they're not taking into consideration the fact that a dissatisfied customer is going to do exactly what you're doing right now and talking shit about that company. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody likes that. Nobody. If you tell anybody. Oh, this business, like, they have no integrity, they're only concerned about money, and they will feed you garbage, or they will just promote something that's just total shit. No quality in the product, because they're only concerned about numbers and money. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty unanimous decision by most people. I'll just be like, yeah, fuck them. Mm-hmm. The end. Like, that's it. Like, who's who's going to say, like, oh, but but... I like cheap shit. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, sell me the worst. Like we all, we all want the best, right? Everybody yeah. wants the best product, you know, mm. uh, consumer culture. Yay. Um, <laughs> so everybody acts like they're the best, but, but when this, you, but when you get a detailed description from an actual customer saying the opposite, mm-hmm. these people sell you shit. This is not the best. Well, yeah, clearly there's an outrage there mm-hmm. and it spreads. Yeah. But the sad part is that it's, it's still sometimes not enough it isn't no because no. Uh, oh, unless there are enough people that yeah that that spread it or you have something that's going to come along that will will ultimately just get rid of said company like like that guy in united airlines <laughs> <laughs> they're not i don't see united airlines going anywhere though I, that's unfortunate, though that's yeah. very unfortunate i was, was at the airport the other day and dude there were a lot it, of people coming out of united yeah, I guess some people just don't care. Exactly. Like that. That's 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 why we live in a society where people, those dirt salesmen can 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 survive, and and I think that's what bugs me. Is it's like I don't know why people don't put their best foot forward and try to be the best representation as they can. Yeah. Instead of just ah, we'll get by. We'll be fine. That customer was an important. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. But I guess I guess it ultimately boils down to the fact that people have different values. I guess people, some people really don't care. Like mm-hmm. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a lot of people, despite you know videos like that that you see, that are just like, well, whatever, who cares? I need to get to fucking you know England or some shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I have shit to do. <laughs> you know, fuck I, that guy. Yeah, it's unfortunate yeah. that he got kicked off. But you know what? Yeah. Maybe if he flew more and he had more miles, he yeah. would, and it was a VIP. He no, that wouldn't happen to him. No, and it's funny. It's funny. I'm I'm thinking about this now as well too. You know, I'm I'm sure that's the whole point of that that vegan 
girl that you were talking about is she she's looking at it in the perspective of like how can you support an industry that um promotes cruelty towards animals this and that i see where you're going with that no i mean it's (laughs) true it's true yeah and i I hate to say it because we were talking so much shit earlier Mm -hmm. it's like she does have a point to a certain extent Mm -hmm. but she also is i will say she's a she's a cunt i'm sorry (laughs) you see i got up to the night like cunt it's like very nutty very he has a nutty it's bold (laughs) just uh. but yeah i see you're going wait hold on well let me explain what i was saying because that's a strong word (laughs) and i will say i just gonna say it like in the delivery it was a very cunty delivery Mm-hmm. The delivery was cunty. She was just very disrespectful in the way that she was presenting herself as like high and mighty and, mm-hmm. you know, and you're a piece of shit for, you know, mm-hmm. for making your own um, consumer decisions. Yeah. It's funny because the way you said it, if I was to put that towards the United thing, it's like, I'm outraged at what they did to that man. Yeah. Oh, but my flight's in five minutes. Yeah. It's like you're still supporting them. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, 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 I get where you're going with that. Yeah. But it's, it's all, in, but it's based on <laughs> the thing I'm trying to learn. Yeah. All about delivery and oh, how you totally, convey your, totally. your, your way of thinking to somebody. See, and, but I'm glad that this kind of came back around in that full way. Circle, yeah, yeah. It came full circle in that way. Cause again, we can kind of look at ourselves. You have to be able to reflect on, on your own um, actions and thoughts and stuff like that too. It's like, yeah, you were outraged, mm-hmm. but now you're understanding her outrage. Mm hmm. You know, and everybody's outraged about something. And ultimately, and again, I hate the fact that we live in a consumer culture. Mm-hmm. I loathe it. But at the same time, I'm also, I'm also okay with it to a certain extent. Because you have to be. If you live here, you automatically subscribe to that belief. Yep. Because otherwise, I mean, again, I, oh, God, please. You know, I hate the fact that this is coming out of my mouth <laughs> because I, I hate extremists i hate like republicans out there like extreme right-wing republicans fuck you i hate you extreme left-wing liberals Mm -hmm. fuck you too i hate you too i hate all of you i I only i only respect you know people that are just rational decision makers Mm -hmm. that don't associate with one use actual logic yes free thinking (laughs) yeah like so anyway so i'm just prefacing (laughs) the next statement with that okay that being said we, if you do decide to live here, mm-hmm. you do dis- you you like I said, you subscribe to those beliefs, and you don't have to live here. And again, I know that's a very very right wing thing to say. Is like if you, you don't, don't like, like it, it, fucking leave, get out of the country, <laughs> <laughs> like America. But at the same time, that is a very valid point. Only in the sense that we can choose, especially in today's society. Mm-hmm. Okay, everything's globalized, right? Mm-hmm. Very globalized. You know, just. You can go to a country that lines up more with your values and and just live there. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But people don't do that. Why? Why? Uh, it's like, mm, uh, we always bring this back to comedy. <laughs> I always go bring it. it. It's like that Louis C.K., that recent Louis C.K. bit where he's talking about suicide. Mm-hmm. He's saying how, like, the world is full of people who just haven't committed suicide yet. Yep. Because he's basically saying, like, even a shitty life, is better than not existing. Like, you know, so people are just kind of like writing it out. (laughs) It's the same thing. So it's like, even as much shit as you can talk about America and like, as much as I can, like, I fucking hate a lot of things about America. I will Mm -hmm. say that, you know, but I still like living here. 
Yep. You know, it could be better. I don't have to worry about somebody coming in my house, cut my fucking head off, that's, that's, you know, that's stealing true. my goddamn kid, you know. true. Yeah. <laughs> there is a certain amount of freedom that we all have, and, and that is the freedom to say whatever the fuck we want to say and not be, Which know. is why I think, as a society, we're kind of spoiled. We are. We're that spoiled fucking stepchild. We are. That gets what they want, we and are. they're still not fucking happy. And we're very, very young in comparison to the rest of the world. Yep. You know. So we're still figuring things out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's that's my whole piece about that is I've thought about it before. I have visited other countries and I've kind of taken uh, some of their cultures, you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, like I went to Costa Rica for five weeks a few years ago, like 2013, I think. And then last year I was in um, Bosnia and Croatia for, you know, about five weeks. Same amount of time. Right. Some bomb ass fucking booze back. Oh yeah, dude! Some bomb ass fucking booze. So such cheap booze over there, by the way. Shout out to everybody in Bosnia and Croatia. You guys are fucking cool. Um, no, but it's just you, you see the way that other people live. You know, the other cultures, and it's funny because every, I feel like every country, there's a sense of corruption. Oh yeah, that's like ubiquitous throughout the entire fucking planet. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's funny because like we're 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 a nation that middle class is still a thing. Yeah. Whereas, like, a buddy of mine went to Hong Kong, and he said that there's there's no middle. Mm. There's dirt fucking poor. Yeah, yeah. Or very fucking rich. Well, yeah, middle class is still a thing, but I I, I think that's I think that's the the goal. Uh, without sounding too conspiratorial, I think the goal is to create a further gap between the rich and like the haves and the have-nots. Oh yeah, you the middle class fears the poor and yeah. and, and envies the rich. Everybody's just <laughs> looking down on somebody else. Yep. I'm like, well, at least I'm not them, you know. <laughs> but but then at the same time, they're saying, well, I don't want to be them up there because they have a lot more responsibility than I have. Yep. And that's a very um, I will say it's like this isn't a word, but I'll say it's a very Huxleyan idea. <laughs> like, Are you a rapper now, making the words? <laughs> no, no, because uh, it's it's so I'm, I I love Huxley. By the way, I love all of his writings, but especially Brave New World that got me into Huxley's world and his personality and, and his uh, view upon uh, societies in general. Um, but like in Brave New World, anyone that's out there that's read it, um, it's, um, he kind of outlines this hierarchical structure of society where you have like, um, alphas, betas, gammas, deltas, and epsilons, right? So like first, you know, five letters, of the Greek alphabet, whatever, you mm-hmm. know, with the alphas being at the top and betas and gammas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, as it goes down the hierarchical, uh, pyramid, if you will. Yeah. Um, and just kind of uh, relating it as like, these classes of people that, uh, they do certain jobs. They have a certain role in society. And like, you know, Epsilon's being at the very bottom. And like with each tier, they're looking down at the other tier and saying like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not those fucking Epsilons. <laughs> but those Gammas up there, they, well, they work so hard and it's not worth it to try to get to their level because fuck that, I'm happy with them. Like basically you kind of lull everybody into a full sense of happiness of like being okay with their where role, they're where they're at, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, they've kind of like learned to accept their slavery in a way. Wow, it's it's pretty fucking crazy. I have, but, to, I have but, to read that. I've, I've, I've never heard of it. But it's so subtle. It's so subtle, and it's so different from um, a lot of people will quote um, 1984. And in 1984, um, you know that that Orwellian nightmare, so to speak, is supposed to be about um, totalitarianism of like in your face. Like these people own you and they are crushing you. The whole idea, like when you hear people say the term big brother, 
mm-hmm. you know, in reference to the government and shit like that. You know, that's where that comes from. Oh, okay. So, you know, there's just that whole idea of just everything's in your face, totalitarianism, you know, separation of classes, trying to put you down. Um, whereas Huxley's world is kind of more subliminal and kind of people uh, willingly accepting their slavery, so to speak, you know, kind of granting permission to the people that have power and just being like, yeah, well, you know, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, where we're at right now, kind of, (laughs) kind of. Yeah. To me, when I read that, I was like, this is more indicative to modern society than, you know, the 1984 is, which kind of scares me because I'm like, man, because it goes into advertising and all these things, you know, that they wrote this book. And I want to say like, I think the 1930s, I think. Like before, before TV even, and then I think he he wrote something later, his like Brave New World Revisited, uh, where he revisited all the concepts of like overpopulation, and advertising, and drugs, and you know consumer culture, and all these kinds of things after the television had been invented and advertising became so prominent in society. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, this is, you know, he had predicted this happening a hundred years from when he wrote that book. And it was already happening like 15 years later or something, you know. And Ladies and gentlemen, this is why aliens <laughs> will not fucking come and visit us yes. if they do exist. Yeah. Because listen to what he's saying, how far along <laughs> this shit was there. And, and here we are in 2017 and we still haven't fucking changed. <laughs> it's terrible, man. No, it's, I, I man, you know, I, I, it's funny because despite all this, I'm still I still consider myself somewhat of an optimist, mm-hmm. and I've been on the other end where I've been um, totally just um, you know evil in darkness, you know like it's <laughs> dark, <laughs> like everything's shit, you know something something yeah. something dark side. <laughs> everything's shit and everything's meaningless, and I'm gonna fucking put all my hair to one side of my face and <laughs> wear all black. Like, you know, I, I've been there. I've been there. Well, maybe not the hair, but you know, all the other shit. Just, I, I remember your goth days. Hey man. <laughs> hey brah. Um, no, but I mean, I, I think it still serves to uh, a good purpose to have a positive outlook. Like despite all that, you know, despite all of that, all that shit and the manipulation and, and the corruption and, and all these things, you know, it's like, Clearly, life is still worth living, and clearly, we live in a country where you can uh, pretty much do and say whatever you feel, um, as long as you're out of the uh, the crosshairs, the, if the, you will. the crosshairs of of of, of brutal police or something. <laughs> and, and, and I, think, I think that's what's funny about me too, dude. Is like I, I'm one of those individuals, like especially when you get into like the political game. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those individuals where it's just like, dude, I don't give a shit. I'm living my life. Yeah. I'm doing what, what what makes me happy. Yeah. And until that s- drama, so to speak, is at my fucking front door. Yeah. I don't care. And I think that's the problem. It's, I think that's one of the reasons why there isn't change. But, but why don't you feel for everybody? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, no. Oh, I'm my gonna, God. I'm going to do, I'm <laughs> doing for me and my family. And at the end of the day, it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, and maybe that, that maybe I'm, I'm contributing to the problem. Um, yeah, you menace. No. <laughs> you fucking meat-eating menace, asshole. No. Because until, <laughs> until it's at my front door and I get to fucking use, use a gun and, and, and blast my way out of it, I just I continue lo- living my life and, 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 and going through the motions and trying to be as successful as I can in, in my own eyes. 
No, I mean, that that's that's the way you should live. That's the way everybody should live. I mean, I think, you know, um, just, just realize that whatever you're getting outraged about or whatever you feel is unfair or unjust in the world, um, it's totally up to you, mm-hmm. you know, as an individual. Like, you're, you're the only person in control of your emotions. You always have a choice. You always have a choice. Yep. And you always choose to let things bother you or to just let it pass over you. Mm-hmm. And um, it goes back to, I don't know if you've ever seen Training Day. I haven't seen Training Day. But there's a line in there. Shoot me in the face right now. No. <laughs> Ethan Hawke says, he, they're talking about, if you can, like he tells a joke and yeah. he tells Ethan Hawke, if you can figure out that joke, you figured out the streets. Hey, man. And Ethan Hawke's response was, I already figured out the streets. And they go, how did you, you figure out the streets? He goes, smiles and cries. Smiles and cries. He goes, smiles and cries. And Denzel Washington tries to take his drink from him. He's like, no, 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 man. Hear him out. Smiles and cries. You're on. And he goes, yeah. He, he basically states that people can't control your emotions. Mm-hmm. It's the one thing that you, someone else can't control. Mm-hmm. So you control your emotions and you can think clearly. Yeah. You can make better decisions. And ultimately, find that happiness that, that everybody searches for. Yeah, and that's again why we do this podcast because I feel like <laughs> we've we've reached a a, a nice <laughs> nice uh nice ending there. As, as yeah. you know, as far as I see it, it's, it's, well, we went full circle. Well, if, well, if Ethan Hawke said it, then <laughs> it must be true. He's the and, actor and, that slipped through the cracks. <laughs> and, and and more importantly, more importantly, if he convinced Denzel. Right? See? Well, the, 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 I don't know if he actually did, though. Oh, did he not? You got to watch the movie. Man, fuck you, Denzel. <laughs> Take that shit back. I'm surprised you haven't seen it, dude. It's one of Denzel's <laughs> best movies, man. Like, he, he plays a really good good uh, character in that movie. He, he usually does. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a Denzel Washington fan. I'd suck his dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Willingly, apparently. <laughs> not against... See, but you, it's your choice, though. Hey man, yeah. Hey, it's your choice. If you want to be a meat eater, it's your choice. There you go. But my <laughs> I go vegan when it comes to dicks. <laughs> but my choice is to do that. But Morgan Freeman has to narrate it. <laughs> well, he's gonna, he's gonna narrate the act. Yeah, and he's coming right now. No. <laughs> oh. And it was good. No, uh, that's a that's the worst Morgan Freeman impression ever. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing it was, that. It, dude, it, it worked for me. It made me laugh. So there it is, the second episode. A bit of a mix between some odd, disgusting humor and some serious discussion of issues that we care about. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we clearly enjoyed creating it. And if you did, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, follow us on SoundCloud, or you can just periodically check up on our website, mindatlargeent.com. Whatever platform you choose, we'd still like to hear back from you in the form of reviews, comments, ratings, etc. We really appreciate those things. And if you have any suggestions for topics of discussion, people you'd like to hear on the show, or if you yourself would like to be a guest on the show, go to the contact section of our website and fill out the form that's available there. Thank you again for your continuing support.